0: Hello, 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 welcome to Shine With The Sun. I am your host, Sunshine. And on today's episode, I want to first of all say hi. (laughs) I miss you guys. I've been on vacation and there's no excuse I was having a good time and didn't drop an episode. But I'm back and better than ever. Because you've always been in my heart. And I've been thinking, hmm, this would make a good podcast episode. Oh, look at that. That So I have a lot of things I want to talk about. But I'm just going to detach from those things and see where Source takes me. Yeah. (laughs) That's the best way to grow. That's the best way to go and grow. Because lately I've been seeing that a lot of my stress comes from my attachment to the problems. Instead of my attachment to the solution. So instead of thinking of, oh, how can this problem go away? My initial reaction is, oh, there's a problem. Oh my God, this is exhausting. Oh, what the fuck? It's going to ruin my day. Oh, there's a problem. Oh, there's a problem. And we do that a lot with very simple things, like even phone calls to make an appointment, to schedule something. People are like, oh my God, I have to do this. Oh, and they waste so much energy and make it more exhausting than it really is, you know? And learning to really detach from that and I see myself just leaning back when I do this. Imagine you're looking into a snow globe and you're really looking into it and you're like your eyes are peering into it. Oh my god, I're trying to see every all the little tiny creatures down there, trying to see it all. That's how a lot of us look at our lives. We look at the bottom, really details. We look down when we walk. We look at the dirt instead of looking up and looking at the sky and the clouds. We go look so deep that we focus on all the, oh, what's that? What's that stain? What's that spot? What is that? We focus on everything that's going wrong. And a good way to catch yourself and start seeing things from God's eye view is to detach, release, lean back. See yourself going from looking in the snow globe to leaning back. See yourself, literally see see yourself in your mind's eye, in your imagination Leaning back and looking away and putting the snow globe down and minimizing the problems, not looking so deeply, not focusing so hard. And if you can't help it, if your mind, if you're a thinker, if you're intellectual and your mind likes to move it, now that we've detached and we see that we have an option to detach, it will be much more easier to focus on positive because I get it people are like how can I meditate and remember to breathe when I'm in the middle of the problem that's the issue in theory it all sounds good it all makes sense we all do it yeah I breathe yeah I say affirmations but when you're in that hole when you're in that scenario when you're in that argument when you're in that trauma do you remember to breathe and it's not easy I'm I'm not like mad at you i don't either <laughs> that's why we first detach and put the snow globe down and say okay lean back step away and you'll see this problem really isn't that big the snow globe looks so detailed when it's up to my eye but when i put it away it's just it's nothing just a little tiny globe so first we detach and then we shift our focus to instead of looking at this snow globe that's filled with Grime and dirt and things that don't make me feel good. I'm going to look at this snow globe that is filled with love and light and all things good. And we decide, okay, we have to focus on something? Fine, not a problem. Let's focus on the good. Let's focus on the solutions. Let's focus on the outcomes that we want to have. If we can't think of a solution, if we can't see any good, okay, then let's imagine what we want to be. What we want to see. Oh, how I wish. Oh, isn't it great? Oh, wouldn't it be great if... That's standard. That's level one. Oh, wouldn't it be great if... Wouldn't it be great if somehow this work just got magically done and I had more time to spend with my kids? Wouldn't it be great if somehow I just magically just got $700,000 and I was set for life? Wouldn't it be great if somehow my videos I work so hard on just blow up. Wouldn't it be great? They dream about that. A lot of artists, a lot of people miss that part. And they focus too much on reality. Oh, I don't see it. But look at what the Kanye West say. Before I had it, I closed my eyes and imagined the good life better than the life I lived when I thought I was about to go crazy. And when I was a kid, something hit me when he said that was he was in a bad life, just like I thought I was back as a kid. I was like, Kanye had a bad life, just like I did. But instead of him dwelling upon it and saying, my life sucks, I think getting better, and doing that, what did he do? He said it. He closed his eyes and imagined the good life. That's how you get it. Daydream about it. A lot of us, we daydream about problems that aren't even real. And I'm guilty as charged. Oh, I hope. Oh, I hope he doesn't leave a mess in the bathroom. Oh, if he does that, i will be so mad. Oh, my gosh. He hasn't still used the bathroom yet, you know? <laughs> this is an example I heard someone say. Oh, I hope, I hope, I hope this delivery guy doesn't mess up my order. I hope, I hope, I hope. And then they'd be so shocked when it happens. It's like, you've just manifested. I hope putting all that angry energy I hope ah, I know it all happened. I knew you would how many times did we say that? I knew you were going to disappoint me while well, you're knowing also oh, know it all. I'm looking at myself as I say this. You're knowing made it happen. Instead say I knew you were going to make me proud. I knew you were going to do the right thing. I knew I was going to get that job. I I knew I was gonna ace that interview. I knew I was gonna ace this test. I knew. I knew. I knew. I knew. I knew when I go to that party, everyone's gonna love me. I knew it. I expected it. I knew I was gonna get some lucky, get my lucky break. I knew it was coming. I knew this video was gonna be the one that went viral. I knew this dress was gonna be the one that made him fall in love. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew I was on his mind. I knew he was gonna call me. i I could feel like whatever it is. I know it's, I know I'm going to get more orders. I know they're going to come running. Instead of worrying, worrying and wasting your energy on things that aren't even happening, and they're on, therefore, making them happen because you are the creator of your own reality and what you say and what you think is what happens. So think positively in the eye of the storm. or doing. <laughs> what does that sound? doing. I was going to say, or don't, or don't think positively. You don't have to, but think delusionally. You don't have to be so realistic. Think of it from the point of view as a game or as a stoic. I just spent the last 20 minutes looking for this quote and I could not find it, the exact quote. But let me explain it from the perspective that I remember it from. There was a man who was a World War II or Vietnam veteran. His plane got shot down. He loved Epictetus, the Stoic philosopher. His plane got shot down and he knew he was going to be captured. I think it was Vietnam. He knew he was going to be captured by the Vietnams and be held a war prisoner. He was put through so much torture, so much pain, and he stayed strong. And he said when he got free, when he came back to America, he said, The number one thing that helped him stay strong mentally was seeing things from a Stoic's perspective, thinking about Epictetus. Epictetus was a Stoic philosopher who was a slave who got his leg disabled. He started walking with a limp by his master for no reason. You know, he went through a lot of shit, but he stayed so strong and eventually got freed and became a teacher, a very well-renowned teacher, Epictetus. So he was living life. The Vietnam War prisoner was living life through Epithetus' eyes. And he said that's the only thing that kept him alive. Because he was in reality. If he was, if he was in reality, he would have shrunk and died. He would have been like, I can't handle this. I cannot handle this. The man I know myself to be can't. But Epithetus can. And he's proved to that. And I read he can. And I know he can. And if I put myself... Out of reality and into that delusion of me being Epictetus. I can survive it. And he did. And when he was getting shot down, the quote I'm trying to find is when he said, I am leaving the world of man behind and I am entering into the world of Epictetus. He said that that was what he said when he was getting shot down. He knew that the reason he was attracted to those books was because of that reason. Was to survive in that war camp. So, yeah. Live in a delusion. See yourself through different eyes. You're not... The pauper, the loser, the whatever you think you are. No, see yourself through the eyes of I am a winner. A successful, talented, confident, radiant winner. That is what I am. Change that image of yourself. And oh my God, everything changes around you. Your reality changed to fit it. So stop filling your mind that image with worrisome thoughts and magnetizing and focusing on the bad. No, focus on the good and the good gets better. We focus on the good and the good gets better. Focus on the good and the good gets better, okay? It's funny cause one thing taking yoga classes have taught me is that being balanced, being structured, being safe isn't about being perfect. When you're doing a yoga pose, especially a balancing pose, you sometimes wobble back and forth, you wobble and you're like, Why aren't I being balanced? Why aren't I being aligned? And you notice that the more you think those thoughts, the more wobbly you get. Even if you move your body in what you deem in ways you deem perfect. And I learned from yoga that you can be wobbly and be perfect. Being wobbly doesn't take away from your structure. In the moments, you may wobble, but you're still beautiful. And don't start overthinking and saying, why am I wobbling? Why aren't I? Why don't I look like this? Why isn't my body doing this like usual? No. The best thing to do in those moments is to exhale and accept your wobbliness. Accept that right now your structure is a little bit broken. Your foundation is being uplifted. Accept that. And do so beautifully. Be a wobbly, beautiful mess. And you'll notice that when you accept your wobbliness, it goes away. Stop trying to be perfect. It's what's holding you back. That's from my higher self to me. It's currently 1010. January 21st, 2023. It's a new moon. The first new moon of 2023. New moon in Aquarius. Life starts now. And I'm so excited to see 2023 has in store for us. Let me look up what 1010 means. 1010 is an angel number. Angel numbers are messages from the divine to you to send you a message through numbers, signs, and other symbols. An angel number, for example, is 333 777. We all know that's the lucky one. 444 555. Good changes coming. The angel number 1010, because it's 1010 p.m. right now, means. Well, it's associated with joy, purity, and unconditional love. Ooh, and abundance. When Ten Ten keeps showing up in your life, it is thought to mean that angels are trying to tell you that you're on the right track to receiving some more blessings, more abundance, more joy, and more unconditional love. Wow. Angel number 1010 is a strong message from your guardian angels that it's time for a change in your life. Perhaps you've been manifesting enlightenment, abundance, or love. Expect miraculous changes ahead. Your angels are with you. Angel number 1010 in your financial life means that money is coming your way. It will not come in a spectacular way. But you may feel it in your mind and spirit when you least expect it. Remain positive and be patient with your life. This is not a time to give up. What a strong message. I'm so happy I saw that. And I saw 555 earlier. So everything is in alignment. Get it? 555, 10, 10, 510. Everything is in alignment. We are all gods and goddesses on assignment. I have so much to talk to you guys about. Oh, my God. I have started communing with my higher consciousness. And it's, like, different. It's like I'm talking to God. Like, I'll just be like, oh, my God, God, guess what happened? And so I'll be seeing God as this scary Santa Claus. You know, when you are sleeping, you know, and only going to God in shame. Like, God, please forgive me. Or in desperation, God, please help me. I no longer am that person. No, I really feel like I'm a friend of God. I can just talk to God and be like, oh, God. My yoga class is so great. I oh, God oh, I can't get kicked. Oh, oh, oh. And me mean, God are being, having such a great relationship now, and um, I really advise everybody to do that to really talk to your conscious. And it may make you feel crazy, like oh, I'm talking to myself. If anybody catches me, they're gonna put me to leave. But trust me, it's gonna make you feel so much better. And get to really understand that you're not alone you have cheerleaders in your head if you tap into them and you once again focus on the good when you focus on the voices in your head that cheer you on you will win and if you focus on the voices in your head telling you that you are not good enough you're gonna lose so pick one and focus on the good and good gets better Focus on the cheerleaders in your head saying, you got this, you are strong, you are safe, you are powerful, you are light, you are glowing, you are unstoppable, you are divine, you are God. And Ignore anything less than that. Only put your energy and focus in and breathing in a of good reports. And that's how you succeed in life. I love you all so much. You mean so much to me. You mean the world to me. Stay bright, stay beautiful. Remember, you are a God. So shine with the sun. I love sea.